The Coast Guard has dispatched a helicopter to find the stricken vessel. The pilots use their infrared camera to search in the dark. But they still struggle to identify the ship. They're looking for a floating cruise liner and are totally unprepared for what they find. At this point, she's hard aground. She's not moving. She continues to list the starboard. Water begins to pour in from the starboard side, continuing to roll her eventually hard aground, hard over, starboard side. Concordia lists precariously. Hundreds of people are struggling to get off the ship. They're awaiting rescue on the low side of deck four. But all the lifeboats have gone, and the ship is going down fast. I think the water is maybe 12 feet below us at that time. Um, the boat was slowly tipping to the point where it's very difficult to walk. Now the boat is filling with water. The extreme tilt of the vessel prevents lifeboats from returning to save passengers on the lower side of deck four. The Platt's last hope of rescue is gone. Their only option now is to save themselves. There's probably only a decision time of maybe 30 seconds, and I said, we're going to have to jump. The first time that I probably had a sense of panic was when I just climbed the railing, jumped in the water, uh, took my breath away at first because it was such cold water, uh, and then Mark jumped in after me. We started swimming as fast as we could, and everybody, all 200 people, started jumping in the water right behind us. We actually thought the ship was coming so quickly that it was going to turn and land on us or suck us back underneath the ship. So I looked back at the, the deck that we were standing on. That deck was almost underwater. And within minutes, you know, it was already up to the fourth floor, fifth floor. It was just going underwater real fast. It's dark, and the water's 59 degrees. In these conditions, hypothermia can kill in just an hour. As they make it to shore, the vessel continues to tilt. Those who can't or won't jump are engulfed by inrushing water. It's not known how many die at this moment. It's very, very scary to think, okay, now I know that I'm going to die. We started praying. We just came out in prayer. We said our goodbyes. That's when a ladder appeared out of nowhere. A ladder is dropped to the passengers from above. It leads to the top side of the ship. Craziness was when that ladder went down. People started screaming. People pushed other people. People were going to die before they got up the ladder. No, it was it was, it was pandemonium. It's now 1:45 a.m., four hours after impact. Captain Scatino abandoned ship an hour ago. He will later claim to have fallen into a lifeboat. It's a maritime tradition that a captain is the last to leave his ship. In Italy, this principle is enshrined in law. It's an absolutely moral obligation for the captain to be sure that they're doing everything possible to see to the safety of the people that have been under the charge of the captain. Not to even think about doing that. I can't even contemplate. Meanwhile, hundreds of people continue their terrifying ordeal to reach safety by climbing down the side of the hull to returning lifeboats. It's so high up you can't see the bottom, so when we actually were scaling down the ship, we hauled a very thin rope to 
hoist ourselves down the entire side of the ship. If one person slipped, one person made one wrong move, that could be the death of everybody. It's like climbing down the outside of a skyscraper in the dark. Finally, they reach the waterline, but now they face a heart-stopping jump. The, the lifeboats are bouncing up and down five to eight feet, and you had to time it to, to jump on it. You hit yourself on the head, you could hit, hit something on the boat. If the boat pulls away and you fall in the water between it and the boat comes back, it'll, it, could, it, could, it could crush you. If you think of the consequences at every moment, you won't do anything. You won't be able to move, you'll be immobilized. And at that point, I saw people on the lifeboat. I knew I needed to get there, I knew my family needed to get there, and I needed to do what I had to do. And I just went for it. The family leaps into the lifeboat. They head for shore. Their five-and-a-half-hour ordeal finally over. As the night of January 13th draws to a close, survivors continue to film as the true cost of the disaster starts to emerge. Next, the exclusive maritime investigation reaches its final conclusions. They've examined the facts of the last nine hours, 46 minutes. I think that this was a lucky escape. Many more lives could have been lost and discovered a twist of fate that may have saved a thousand lives.